Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, I'm Sean Chong, and this morning we're having this conversation in the midst of an incredible run by megatech stocks, including Apple, which is forefront and center after a rare downgrade today by Loop Capital. So joining me in this conversation is Fan Vidong, CIO of Track Record. Hi, good morning. Hi, morning, Sean. Let's talk about markets. Yes, hi, V. Okay, so that stock, Apple, is got a very rare downgrade today by Loop Capital. They they see the company missing uh, the quarter revenue. Uh, what about you? Do you have the same concerns about Apple? Well, I think well, Apple stocks are down by half a percent. I don't think it's a big deal. It's just noise, right? Uh, so I think you can downgrade Apple for a quarter, but you can never downgrade Apple for the long run. So I don't think it's a big deal at all. Right. So yeah, uh, of course, uh, we know as well that um, tech stocks in general, they've just been screaming to the upside. Uh, Facebook and NVIDIA just moving parabolically. Uh, these stocks are up about 100% since Christmas of 2022. And if you take a look at some of the charts, uh, specifically the moving averages, uh, NVIDIA is 120% above its 200-day moving average. This is, oh my word, this is just a wow. To me, uh, Microsoft is 36% above that 200-day average. So looking at all of this, right, is there still more upside to come in tech, seeing such large moves? Yeah, so the, the question to ask is, uh, why are they having such a, an aggressive move to the upside? And the reason is because it is driven by the artificial intelligence boom, right? And the question then to ask is, if there's any more upside, is to the question is to ask is, uh, is this the start of the artificial intelligence boom or is this very close to the end? Uh, for me, I think I'm sure you will agree as well. This this is just the beginning of what we are going to see on the artificial AI front. It's a uh, chat GPT is only a few months old, six months old. And we've seen so many developments from that front and Google is joining the race, Meta is joining the race. So I believe the need for chips is just going to be exponentially higher from now. So I, I think you just got to buy on this, on this stock. So what is your take on this? Because if we start looking at all these charts, it's, it's somehow it doesn't really make a lot of sense anymore if you see something go up 120% on the chart. So should we still rely on these things, like the moving averages and so on? Well, I think charts have its purposes for various reasons. I think what people miss is that they think if it's so far away from a moving average, then, then it's, it's very difficult to get in because most people are used to the saying that you have to buy low and sell high, but that's completely wrong if you want to be a successful investor over the long time. In fact, you typically, if you want to be involved in a big trend, a multi-year trend, you actually have to buy high and uh, sell higher because we are not trading T-shirts here, right? We're not just getting it at 50% discount. You're very happy, right? Therefore, when stocks are going down, there's a reason for it to be going down. Uh, for stocks that are going up, there's reasons for good for it to be going up. Uh, of course, there, there are sometimes there's absolutely no reason for it to go up so high and then it's going to end, end in tears. But I think this is very fundamentally sound. Uh, AI is just at the very beginning. The, the, the boom that we'll see, the, I think the productivity increase that we're going to see uh, be due to artificial intelligence is comparable to the, to the dawn of internet, right? So I think would you really want to fade the internet? Of course, there will be stocks, much like the internet boom, that's going to be absolute nonsense. But something like NVIDIA, everybody needs its chips. Almost every device that you have will be run by, uh, by these chips from them, right? So I think mm-hmm. uh, you just got to learn how to close your eyes and get involved at some level. It feels like we're on the brink of automating our economy. And this is interesting given that we started uh, this decade with, like, with a manpower crunch but because of the pandemic. So, But on that note, uh, since you mentioned NVIDIA and so on, 
um, if we want to enter these type of tech stocks, right, um, like NVIDIA and maybe Microsoft and so on, but we can't or because of, you know, resources or we are too afraid because, you know, they're at these very high levels and in general, these stocks are just not cheap anymore, right? So how else can we be putting our money to work then? You know, should we be looking at, let's say, the ETFs, like the Triple Qs, for example, or maybe other ETFs? Well, so I think what I'm going to say may not be palatable to most people, right? I think if you are very afraid because it has these high levels, then you have the option of buying less of it, right? You can mitigate your risk by sizing your position according to how much you're willing to, how much loss are you willing to stomach if you're wrong. It's trying to buy an, an ETF is like trying to, to you, you like one thing, but you put 30 other things that you have no idea about into it, and then you take the average. So if it's why, for example, you, you like this really bright student in NUS, you think he's prospect is going to be explosive when he graduates then you just decide to invest in all the other students as well because you think ah, maybe everybody wants to invest in him as well he's going to charge me an expensive well much like if you're going to hire a top student from the university yeah, his wages are too high then you just decide to average that out by hire 100 people from the same class and it doesn't seem to work right I think Right. Well, the, the triple Qs, of course, are also uh, getting a lift as a result of all these big moves. Um, so what are the concerns that you may have, uh, I mean, uh, for these uh, tech names overall? Well, uh, I think, of course, the overall environment, environment matters. So the concerns is, of course, despite despite the high inflation, despite high, ever higher rates since the beginning of the year, uh, all these stocks have been rushing upwards. Uh, yes. but, but if should inflation research and then the Fed resume their very aggressive rhetoric. But now still, of course, their rhetoric is still quite hawkish. But if something should happen, I think that's good. If there's an exogenous stock shock or is a research in inflation, then we could see uh, these particular stocks coming off a little bit. I think it's a little bit. I think the primary question, again, you have to ask is how early are we in this AI-led boom, right? I think if you are objective about it, if you believe in it, then uh, that's your answer right there. But it just feels like right now the market is just too reliant on tech and in particular AI as well, isn't it? It's just so reliant that any inf- anything about AI, you know, is, is just off to the upside. Um, I think you're always going to see that when something is taking, uh, is changing the paradigm. Of course, as you said, but I think there are many people still yet who are huge disbelievers in what is possible with AI, right? I don't think maybe there's less than... 5-10% of the people who are listening, they're actually using AI for mm-hmm. any purpose at all. And I believe in the world there is to, that is to come, it will be divided into people who know how to use AI and people who don't know how to use AI. So it's much like at the beginning of the internet, there'll be people who knew how to use internet, how to use it to do improve their businesses and people who just refuse to accept it as something that is going to change the future. It's, it's very interesting as well that sometimes uh, you see a lot of uh, comments nowadays that can use AI to help you make sense of the market. But um, we, moving on about making sense in the market, let's uh, let's stick with tech and let's look outside the United States for a while. Uh, Wall Street seems very bullish on the recovery of the Chinese tech stocks, even though the Chinese recovery is quite uneven. Let's take a look at some names. Uh, Baidu and Tencent, they were beating revenue and the profit estimates there. Alibaba, though, was a miss. So what what's the story here in, in China? Well, I think... Part of the reason for the recovery is also because it would, the tech stocks in general, Chinese tech stocks especially, has been has been beaten down by the extent that's pretty much unprecedented <laughs> since since the rise of China. I think so. For it to rebound, it's likely to be eventual, given that now the Chinese government is 
friendlier towards uh, the sector and also their primary concern now is to boost the economy. No more trying to teach each sector, uh, regulate the sector. Uh, the myth of Alibaba, I guess that would be pretty much uh, specific to Alibaba given that the rest of the other giant tech, as you said, did quite well. I don't think there's much as the story here. I, I'm not an expert in Chinese tech stocks because I think it's much easier to make sense of Stocks, tech stocks in US with more information and more transparency and more understanding of less risk of regulation risk from the government. Right. And so on the note of regulation, I'd like to wrap up this conversation with the something that was hot off the press uh, yesterday. Uh, Chinese chip stocks are rallying after yesterday's announcement that the country will ban Micron out of security concerns. Uh, Micron down 3% on the uh, New York Stock Exchange on that news yesterday. Chinese names, they got a lift. What should we expect from these developments since you're talking about regulations? Because Micron is unlikely to be the last. Right? I mean, China can easily do the same to let's say AMD or to Intel for example so how do you make of it not just in terms of the stock of Micron but the whole space right now they did not specifically say what the security concerns are so it is anybody's guess whether it is really a security concern or it is a retaliation of the sanctions that's been coming down on Chinese China or in their requirements to get chip stop semiconductor chips technology right yes so it's pretty much anybody's guess what could happen but it's it's quite unlikely that they would be going after NVIDIA given that they do need the chips. The more they do on one particular company, the less likely it becomes for the rest, I think. So there's no great view or information here. I think this is all depends on what the Chinese government wants to do. But uh, I think this could be just temporary as well. Over the longer run, they do need uh, semiconductor chips. Right. And well, and Micron, as we know, is down 3%, but it's still up 11% for the month. It's above its moving day averages. So those things are still looking pretty good for Micron, all things considered. Thank you so much, Fan, and uh, well, have a great day ahead. Thanks, John. Take care. Bye. Right. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.